Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And my voice is super fucked, and I don't know why. And I sound like prepubescent, 12-year-old little boy about to go through puberty. So I might have to whisper, but that's okay. Because what are we doing today? Today we are doing phenomenal fan encounters <laughs> number one number one yay so this is gonna be a phenomenal fan encounter friday thing not every friday just on special fridays because fridays it all goes yeah 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 okay so as we've told you before send in any encounters that you've had with ghosts or aliens or Bigfoot sightings or if you're in the government and you want to tell us about a conspiracy that you've lived through or you've heard about or you have friends or family within the government political world that you want to bring to light, that you want to share your story. Maybe you were a little boy in the 40s or 50s and your dad saw was working for the government and saw an alien craft crash land and he brought you a piece of it. And we would like to hear your story. Want to know all about your encounters? Uh, any, any kind, kind of, of encounters. Okay, so this is our very first encounter. This is from um, so a girl named Yareli from San Diego. So just a little bit south of us. And her letter goes... Dear Conspiracies Unlocked, I'm a huge fan here. I wanted to tell you about a time I encountered a ghost in my apartment. I moved into that apartment in 2015 with my boyfriend, and I got pregnant with my baby girl. She soon started to walk, so I went to the store in search of a baby stu study walker. Maybe it's sturdy walker. A baby like sturdy. Like a sturdy, like a sturdy, a sturdy walker. Yeah, oh, like a walker. Yeah. Okay, I have I have little kids. I We still have walkers in the garage yeah. or something. I should know what this is. Um, the prices were ridiculous. I thought to myself, this baby will only need it for a while. So I decided to just do, do a yard sale. And lucky for me, I found one for $3. Legit. Because those things I know are like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. I was super happy. I took it home and wiped it down. Once it was ready, my daughter used it most of the day. But what I didn't like about it is that during the night, it would start playing one of its songs. Ooh, that's creepy. I didn't think anything about it, so I would go and turn it off. And by the way, for those who don't have, like, little kids and these, like, like games and toys, they do. They go off, like randomly there was one that was in the hallway and any time that like a gust of wind would go by it would start going at like four in the morning two in the morning and you notice it in the middle of the night because it's so quiet and you're like what the fuck is happening yeah what is that Why yeah is it but going it on? happens like all the time like but then you figure out what it is and you remove it and like take out the batteries or throw it away <laughs> get rid of it move positions um it was so it's so funny that um it was a few months ago the boys were in their room and it was like I don't know like 9.30 at night and so everyone's like wound it down like they're like halfway asleep yeah um, we're in the living room all the lights are out we're like watching TV about to go to bed and every so often we'd hear rawr oh. 
And we were like, what the fuck? And I'd be like, Max, Cody, stop playing with your toys. Go to bed. Yeah. And and they're like, it wasn't us. And Max was like, I think it's coming from under the bed. And <gasps> Cody was like, no, it's coming from this toy that's out in the hallway. And we were like, no, nah, that's not right. I swear to God, this shit went down for like four nights. And finally, we traced it. And Cody was totally right. It was coming from a dump truck. And why it was making, it just sounded like it was doing a roar sound from the echoes of, like, the hallway or whatever. But it sounded like a dinosaur was under their bed. But it was just, like, revving the engine. It was revving the engine and not going anywhere because of all the toys that were, like, in between it. Oh, And, like, so it was, like, getting stuck and it sounded like roar. Like, it was so weird. But shit like that, like, and it freaks you out when you're a first-time parent. You're like, oh, my God. What is that? Yeah. It's like a real thing. Anyways, so back to Yareli. Yareli. Um, the days went by, and I would feel, we- feel weird. My daughter would love to play with her walker. But one day, just randomly, I was sitting in the living room by myself. My daughter left with her grandma to Walmart, and this toy started to sing. I got the creeps because not only did it play by itself, but all the buttons at the same time went off. It was weird either way. I decided to text my brother. That is weird. That's not right. All the buttons should not be going off. Yeah, so it's only supposed to play like one thing at a time and it just starts glitching out and everything is And like everything is going. That's weird. That is weird. And those things, they're like, um, they have like a million buttons on them. Yeah. Like, I, I, like oh, the, yeah. the, the, the most popular one at that time um, was, it was a Fisher Price one. They still have them, but they have different ones. But there's like all these buttons on it. I know exactly the one that she probably bought. <laughs> yeah. Because we had every one of them from 2016 to 2018, 19. But, um, and so she texted her brother and I told him what was going on and he started to laugh and said I was overreacting. And he told me to open Snapchat and to, and to try the doggy filter. I don't like where this is going. And I did clearly enough as soon as I point my phone to the walker, I see that the dog filter detected a face and I got the chills. Oh, what? no. That's spooky. I sent it to my brother and this he tells me. ghost baby. Yeah. And he tells me to throw it away. <gasps> oh, all oh, of a sudden okay. Eber believes. So now he doesn't oh think my she's God. overreacting anymore. And of course I can't. My daughter loves this walker. So I didn't listen to him and I kept it. Well, hopefully it's Casper the Friendly Ghost. Time went by and I was gifted toys for my daughter because my husband went to jail. Oh, and people, I guess, felt bad for me. And the same thing happened. The toys would play at nighttime. That's freaky. Oh, Because I can freaky. name, like, the three toys that did that in the last six years. Yeah, like, but if, for like... for all of them... Oh, my God. I told my mother-in-law what happened. And since she is a huge Catholic, she told me to only pray. And so I did. And whatever was in my room with me got even more pissed off. <gasps> no! They don't like that when you start praying Yeah, Like, if it's like a demon or something. Yeah, I right? guess it wasn't Casper the Friendly Ghost. It must have been his fat uncles. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... During the night, my closet light would turn on, and I would feel like someone was looking at me, and I would get scared because I was alone. And you know the feeling when somebody is staring at you? You can feel, like, when you're driving in your car, and you look over, and the person next to you is, like, staring at you, you can feel it. Yeah. 
Like, like you know, you know when and, somebody's and like, then you have to take your finger out of your nose and <laughs> yeah. no, kidding. but like the hair in yeah. the back of your neck will stand up and like I you really, just feel yeah. like oh but my But that's gosh. spooky that the light kept going on. That's scary, um, especially because they're in an apartment, so it's not like it's it's motion sensor. It would be like yeah. a flicker of light or something. Yeah, you would have to. F- <laughs> you like, would be physically. a physically physical touch the light. Um, but I have actually heard that like entities, like whether they're good or bad or whatever, whether you believe them in or not, yeah, like they communicate with lights and they have a way of like of 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 um, turning the light on and off somehow with their energy. Without, yeah, because it's all electrical and that's what they have. Their energy is all just like electric, electric or something. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so. Um, because I was alone, my mother, uh, I would get scared because I was alone. My mother-in-law would leave to go to the church every day, and she would get home super late. I would think she was home because I would hear footsteps in the hallway. It was scary, but that's not all. One night, I had this horrible feeling. I asked my mother-in-law if she can sleep in my bed with me and my daughter. I know it was weird, but I was super scared, and she agreed. I was already thinking, like, that's weird. I wouldn't want my mother to laugh at it. But that like, tells you how, la- how bad scared. it was. Yeah. And I'm glad she did, guys. One Toy Story. One Toy Story. I'm thinking of the movie. One Toy started to play in the middle of the night. Then the next day, then the next toy would turn on. Then turn on in order. How? I don't know. But they, So wait, one toy would go, then, then the, the other next, one, then and the, the next, then the next. Ew. That's what it sounds like. That's how I'm reading it. That, I'm just like, that's really creepy. Yeah, I don't know. I want to I want to see what happens to the mother-in-law. If she's like, <laughs> oh my God, get the sage. Where's my Bible? I don't know, but they started to play one by one until they were all singing at 3.30 in the morning. Ew. Isn't 3.30 like... Three is the... Yeah. is the Three to four is the hour of... Like the witching hour? The witching hour, Yeah. My mother-in-law started to pray. I was crying. It was super scary. She got holy water. I knew a Bible was coming. She got holy water and started to pray and throw holy water everywhere. She never believed me, but after that night, she never doubted me. We throw we threw away all my daughter's toys, and maybe it could have been the batteries. I'll never know, but that was scary. After my husband got out of jail, we were in our room with our kids. I had another baby boy two years later. We were about to go to sleep and he kept talking about the Charlie Charlie challenge that what was going the, around at the time. What is the Charlie Charlie challenge? Um, Hold on, let's find out really quick, because I don't know. Okay, so Google says the Charlie Charlie challenge is a divination game, divination game, in which the putative answer to a yes-no question is found by waiting for a balanced pencil to point towards the word yes or no written on a sheet of paper. So it's kind of like a Ouija board, but it's only yes or no with pencils. Yeah, and you don't touch it, it looks like. So it's just, it's balancing. It's almost, um, it's balancing, and so it just has to move by itself. It's like balancing on another pencil. That's so you weird. ask it questions. So he wanted to do that. He wanted to play the game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That doesn't that sounds like you're inviting. Yeah, like, why are something. you doing this in this in this demon room? Yeah. That was going around I said that game was going around at the time. He played a video for me and it gave us both the chills. I told him that we should never mess with that, so he turned off the video. Oh my god, 
guys, a toy that never, never played music in our closet started going off, ring around the rosies, and then stopped. My husband never gets scared, but after that, I knew for sure there was something in our house. Even my husband's Xbox when would turn on in the middle of the night. We both would hear it. His parents would go to Mexico so much, so we were home alone with our two kids and some kind of spirit or ghost. But to be honest, I think I have something following me. I used to work overnight shifts. I was doing my regular routine, and the place where I worked had five bedrooms, and it was an assisted living facility. I wonder if it's like yours, because don't you live in that? You live in old people homes. I don't live in old people homes. Not you live, but <laughs> no, this it's a living facility. I was like, oh, okay. Right. Anyways, I went to set in the master bedroom because there was a recliner in that room next to an outlet where I can charge my phone without having to twist my back or sit on the floor. So I go to sit down and I was scrolling through my phone at 3.14 a.m. and I hear whispering in the hallway next to me. So I get up fast because for some reason I thought my boss was there. Ooh, she's all texting. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I got up fast and there's no one there. I go check all the doors and they're all locked. So I was alone. I got this heat heat wave all over me. So I go into the bathroom to wash off my face then my stomach started hurt so bad i ended up getting diarrhea i was so scared i always hear feet dragging in that house i quit soon after but like i said i feel like i have something attached to me when i was eight years old my mom took me to see a mexican witch what <laughs> to cure me of something called mal air and i felt she did something else to me anyways thank you for your time bye guys Wait, what? What is mall air? What is mall air? Wait. You really, you really, wait. You guys can't leave us hanging. You you left us on a cliffhanger. Yeah, what the fuck? All right, hold on. We're going to Google this because what, what's a Mexican witch? Hold on. We'll be right back. Okay, we're we're back. It's a mall dare. And it means bad air. It's a folk illness, like a folklore illness in Mexico affecting children and adults alike. It is believed that if cold or nighttime air enters into a body, it may cause pain or discomfort affecting different areas and causing pains like muscle spasms, back pain, or even cold symptoms. El mal de air is believed to be cured by sweeping the affected person with a bouquet of aromatic, 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 is it aromatic, aromatic, herbs starting at the head and finishing at the feet. In some other instances, the person affected may be treated with baths and an intake of teas. Huh. So then I also found out that, um, and that was on, I did that on medicalspanish.com. But then I found folklore.usc.edu. And there was like somebody wrote a paper about somebody's experience. And it says, it says, um, no te hagas de nocho oso no te va a dar el mal air, which risp, um, translates to don't stay outside too late. Go, 
at night or so don't stay outside too late at night or you'll get bad air okay so it's, so it's like a like a it's like a curse but it's like and that's like what like their little nursery rhyme for it but it's not really a rhyme but it kind of reminds me of like when you say like the you turn the fan on in your room it's gonna make you sick you know yeah. like or if you're out in the night air you're gonna get cold the cold's gonna make you sick so you can catch it outside in the trees and one way to get rid of it is by putting a tea candle on your back and putting a glass cup over the candle and if the skin rises then that means that you had it and that now you are healed so it's like cupping it sounds like cupping oh yeah the, the um chinese the chi- isn't that the chinese um Chinese do that. Is the that Chinese do, and then also, like, if you go places. for a massage yeah, places. That's I've, I've never tried cupping, but I've seen people that have cupping, like, yeah. circles on them. Like, it, it it leaves, like, big, giant, like, it looks like a hickey, like, huge circles yeah, like welts all over. Almost, right? Like, welts, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh, Yurali, that was insane. Maybe, I hope that you're wearing a cross and you keep holy water on you a lot. Because, obviously, <laughs> when you were eight, the witch doctor person or the Mexican witch lady didn't get rid of anything. I don't know. Because it's still following you. Or maybe you're just more... I think maybe that she has, like, mystic psychic abilities that yeah. she hasn't learned to tap into yet and that she's just more susceptible to, like, hearing these spirits. Maybe she's destined to, like, help them cross over, destined to help them you know, with something that's unresolved in their life. Yeah. I don't know. That was spooky, Or it though. could be a loved one that just has a simple message for her. Maybe they're trying to do Morse code with, like, the toys. Oh, my gosh. That was on, um... They did that. They do that on things. Morse code. The ghosts in yeah. movies. They Maybe do they're that. trying to do, like, Morse code with it or something. Oh but gosh. it totally backfired and they scared the shit out of you when they turned the light on and off. <laughs> I hope that she uses sage. Yeah, sage. Use sage. Everywhere you are. And if I was her, I would just keep a little satchel of sage with me mm-hmm. all the time. And there's got to be some kind of crystal or something that you can carry with you also. Like around, like a, around your neck, like a necklace Like for protection or something. Yeah, I don't know which but one. But we'll definitely don't get the third eye stone because you don't want to see it. I think you're already seeing you're already it. Seeing She's it. A you want to suppress it. You're yeah. a seer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heather. Which which one are you doing? So um, I got a viewer. Um, um, it's more of an interview. It's kind of an interview that I did with somebody um, local. It is a. This is from um, Brian in San Diego, also, and um, it's a UFO viewer sighting. Yay. So you know me, I gotta do the UFO one. So this is more like who, what, where, when, why, like date time, because it was an interview. So I'm just gonna read it the way that it's written. So the date was um, either June or July, summer of 2022. The time was nighttime, approximately six to 7 p.m. Where that they were Um, when this encounter happened was en route from California to Arizona and they were driving down the 10 freeway. Um, It was Brian and his buddy Pete who was also a witness. They were driving a truck. 
at approximately 80 to 85 miles per hour. Um, it was reported that they were, um, there was no traffic, there was no fog or anything. It was clear outside. Um, they started to notice as they were driving that there was a light traveling behind them. It was a low light and they thought perhaps it was a motorcycle at first just because it was in the distance behind them and they couldn't really like tell what it was. They just saw a light. And they just kept driving just not really thinking anything of it. Um, As they're driving they noticed that um, it's really getting close to them and it's really bright and they're and it's like tailing them kind of and so Brian thinks to himself I'm just gonna pull the truck over and I'm gonna let the motorcycle pass because it's a motorcycle and they're gonna want to have like they're hauling butt like they want to get yeah. by that's yeah. most motorcycles and he was doing the courtesy of pulling over so when he pulls over uh, what ends up happening is the light mirrors his action, so it stops. Oh, shit. Yeah, and at this point, it's approximately 60 feet behind them, and he still couldn't... It was very, very bright, and he could not tell. He still thought at this point that it could be, like, someone on a motorcycle. Yeah, with, like, the halogen lights or something crazy like that, bright lights. That makes sense. Exactly. So then he actually, like, yelled to it, are you okay? Because then he's thinking maybe they ran out of gas or maybe, like, I don't know. He's just trying to figure out what it could be. Yeah. Um, um, it doesn't reply to him or anything. There, no one says anything. And then he realizes that it's not a motorcycle. It's not a vehicle. It's nothing that he's ever seen before. What he described was a metal-shaped oval about 15 feet wide, a saucer shape. He said it was the same height as the truck off the ground. So it, like, mirrored him. Yeah. Like, this, I don't know what kind of truck I didn't ask, but, like, just think of, like, an average truck. Yeah. It was, like, the same. But it wasn't on the ground. It wasn't and on the was ground. No it was hovering. Yeah. And just, just hovering there, not moving. Almost, like, parked, but parked in the sky. <laughs> um, he said it did not seem hostile, and it did not seem, like, it was, it just seemed like it was watching them yeah. and just kind of observing as the same as they were observing it. Then, as they were viewing it, trying to figure out what it is, because they were kind of shocked by the look of what it was, they saw that the craft shot up into the clouds and um, they continued to drive and then it followed. It still was in the cloud line, but it was still following them while they were now driving into the city. So they had already like gotten off the ten yeah. to whatever exit. I'm not. I'm not sure what exit they were. They got off on. But they were going to the city, and um, that's when it was like still mirroring them, mirroring them, or like matching yeah. them. You yeah. know. So. Um, that's when they started recording it. Um, so they recorded about 10 minutes. Um, his actual, his friend Pete started recording with the phone and they noticed that the object was spinning. Um, so it had some kind of like 
propelling motion that it like just spun itself in a circle and the object made no sound at all it made had no like engine noise it didn't have like like the manipulate the wind around it or anything there was like no leaves flying up around it it just was just hovering in there following them spinning um i asked like how long the video was and he said it was probably about a minute maybe a minute and 60 seconds but it was really hard to get like a really clear shot of it with the camera phone even though like yeah our phones are more advanced now than when they first came out it just it wasn't a very clear like good video um but i mean they did have like proof that something was following them what it was they don't know it followed them into the city and it stayed with them for quite a while um and then at one point it just suddenly disappeared and um he actually showed me the the 60 second it was about 60 second video you actually saw it i saw the video no. yeah i don't have a copy of it i'll have to ask him if he can send it to us and maybe we can post it so i will ask permission um because i haven't I didn't get a copy of it, but he does have it. I did see it. And what I witnessed on the video was just a bright light in the sky. And it was just like, no, I didn't see any other, I didn't see any cars or anything. It was when it was up in the clouds and you can just see like a very bright light shooting around in the clouds. That's crazy. Yeah. And this is the same, this exact same light that he saw following him, but they were in so much shock when they first saw it. They didn't pull out their phones to get a closer picture of it. But when he saw it, he specifically said that it was saucer shaped. It was metallic looking and it was about, it was oval and about 15 feet wide. So um, that is the alien encounter off the 10 freeway heading from Arizona, um, from California to Arizona. And he said this was not far from Area 51. Wow. Yeah, it was not very far from that, the Area 51. So could it be uh, alien spacecraft? Could it be something that we have reverse engineered? Could it be one of ours? Or could it be of another world? I don't know. Wow. I want to see the video. I know. I'm going to try to get the video. So I'm going to reach have... I'm going to reach out to Brian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I have his contact information. I just didn't know when we were going to record this, so I haven't asked him for the video yet, but I'm sure that he would be more than happy to uh, provide a clip of the video. We'll just give them like the video credit. Like obviously, he, the, you know, they're yeah. the ones that recorded oh it, and gosh. just yeah. Wow, so hopefully, thank- I can get that for you all. Thank you, Brian, for sharing that story with Heather, and thanks to Yareli for sharing her story. It's and thank you, Yareli. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you guys have any. Um, you send them in, and um, yeah, on Friday, every so often, we'll do a couple if we have extra time on our recording days. Okay. Thank you so much for your phenomenal fan 
um, encounters. We look forward to hearing uh, many more from our listeners. And don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and follow so you can get notified when we do post little random one-offs like the one we're going to post on Friday. <laughs> and um, email us at conspiracies unlocked at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.